In the grim darkness of the second millennia, there is only a shitty podcast hosted by three dorks. A podcast about the grim darkness of the 41st millennia and how incredibly stupid it is. This is Grim Dorks. Hello everyone and welcome to Grim Dorks, a discussion podcast on the lore and story of the Warhammer 40,000 universe. And Mario. My name is... <laughs> My name is John, and with me as always are my two favorite giant churches with legs. Uh, <laughs> That's a good one, huh? It is. Uh, hi, I'm uh, Imperator Class Titan Fuzzy. It's a me, Waluigi Inquisitor, Brayden. <laughs> it's a me! It's a me! Okay, so uh, I know it may not sound like it, but we're a Warhammer 40k story podcast and uh we're talking about the great crusade yes and, uh, uh <coughs> the great crusade ended the day luigi was corrupted by the forces of chaos. <laughs> chaos and luigi stood on his battle barge the spirit of vengeance and said i'll let the galaxy burn <laughs> <sighs> oh god there is so no, let's actually there is no going. peace here only war and sin and, and mushrooms <laughs> Mushrooms are heresy. Uh, so, uh, we're going to go a little bit out of order, just because I don't have the thing in front of me anymore. Oh, no. Uh, we're going to talk about the burning slash battle of Prospero. Oh, no, that's one of the Primarch's planets. You're right, that's Magnus's <laughs> planet. So, last we left off, uh, Horus had fallen to Chaos. Yeah. And then another guy got a sword that talked to him that That's made him Fulgrim. fall to yes. chaos. Fulgrim got fucked <clears throat> by that. Uh, <clears throat> and yeah. Me. And then you said there was another one. Uh, mm, I don't remember who. Oh, well. Shit, probably Conrad. Anyway. Well, uh, uh, at this point, so it's largely because, you know, everyone's so fucking spread out that yeah. no one's talking to each other anymore. Uh, Lorgar. So. Lorgar had fallen. Oh, right. okay. And Mortarian is just always kind of falling. Yeah. For nerds. <laughs> Everything's all tumbling down, tumbling down. Uh, but yeah, you've got fucking... Uh, who was it? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Horus, you know, fucking Emperor doesn't talk to Horus anymore, and so he feels bad, and so then he starts fucking talking to Angron and Night Haunter and Perturabo. And, and talking to Angron is really just talking to a brick wall who's angry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's simulate a conversation between Angron and literally anyone. I will play the role of Angron. Fuzzy? Uh, hey, Angron. <laughs> uh, where's the coffee? <laughs> um, is that... Does that mean left or right? <laughs> Did you... Did you fill it up when last you had coffee? <laughs> All right. Uh, do do you want some coffee? <laughs> okay, let's. Okay, hold on, <laughs> uh, sir. Let me figure this out for you. Um, long grunt for no, <laughs> short yell for yes, agreeable. <laughs> And then I died, because I've been ripped in half. <laughs> so. Excellent. And scene. Uh, so, Prospero, before we get into this, uh, well, mm -hmm. we also talked about the Council of Nikea as well. There's, we need to, like, go back a little bit and talk about the webway, specifically the Eldar webway, which is something that is older than the Eldar as a species. So it's like a great old one 
construction. Yes. Oh, so they found so, it. Well, yeah, kind of. left. It was more left to them. Oh, what yeah. bullshit! <laughs> so if we uh, back to uh, the first episode, yeah, old ones made the webway and then started shitting it at the Necrons. Um, oh, so how uh, did the frogs make the webway? Fuckery, uh, bullshit, fuckery. Uh. And the the thing here is about the webway is it is much safer than traveling directly through the warp. It's like uh, if you have water and you mm-hmm. put oil on it, right? Yeah. It's traveling along the oil. Mm-hmm. That's that's the closest we can get because you can actually like have cities in the webway and things like that. But oh shit! I've that's, uh, I've always kind of mentally imagined it as um, to kind of make the water thing, but in a different way. Um, the warp is like the bottom of the ocean. Full of shit, uh, phallic objects, and things with more teeth and more places than you care to imagine. And sometimes it looks pretty cool, but fundamentally it wants to tear you into small pieces that are bite-sized so it can stick toothpicks in you and feed on you at a dinner party with all of its friends. Oh. Uh, but... Much like uh, the Noble Adventures of Sea Lab 2021 or Subnautica or a pay- Take Your Pick of Underwater Civilizations, uh, <laughs> imagine a pressurized series of tubes that don't collapse down at the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. That's the webway. That's how <laughs> I imagine it, at least. Now, yeah. <laughs> using the ter- or using the analogy of deep underwater civilization. I feel like because it's grimdark, it's gonna go fucky, and I'm gonna say it's like rapture. Well, uh, we have that too, fucky. buddy. Oh, really? Is there a rapture? Komorog. We'll get there. Oh, we'll get that's to Komorog. A, that's a sick-ass name. It is actually a sick-ass name. <clears throat> Unfortunately, their aesthetic is just spikier Eldar. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I'm um, still fucking salty that Dark Eldar's fucking design is just, let's make him a little spikier. <laughs> So Fuck only you. the Eldar use the webway, or can other species uh, use it? Here, we're getting there. So, oh, okay. The Emperor, smart as he is, decided that he wanted to be able to use the webway and just cut humanity's dependence on the warp way Off. harder. Yeah. So he constructs the Golden Throne on Terra. That's why he went back to Terra after the Ulanor Crusade was to dedicate his time to this. So he was building a throne. It's it looks like a throne, and someone has to sit on it. But you, it's also a portal to the Webway. Oh, that makes sense. Because you know, build it, build a seat. Don't build an actual portal to the Webway. Well, so well, you you got to remember the Web the Webway wasn't built in a day, and the cosmic fuckery, as far as we can kind of theorize at least, that the old ones used is the fuckers had to psychically chisel it out. Mm-hmm. Like, and my understanding is that when someone is sitting on the throne, it can project portals to the webway. Okay. Be- because the way a ship enters the warp is, uh, I know you'll get this reference. You know how an Evangelion yes. uh, Unit 01 just rips open an AT field? Yeah. That but reality Oh. It rips a reality a new asshole and slips it in, and thankfully reality heals fast, so it fixes its new asshole. Why would you do? After. Why would you do this rigmarole of having someone sit on the golden throne to project a portal when you could just build a portal battle like not Battlestar Galactica? I think that's it. I don't know. Fucking shit. 
the one with the portals that you walk through and you Stargate. Go, Stargate, yeah. Why can you why couldn't they just build a huge ass Stargate? Because shit can come out of the webway. I but isn't it safe? I thought the whole point uh, was that the webway was safe. I mean it's safe remind you there is a rapture in the webway full of dark Eldar. Yeah, but like if safe if, is a relative well, Yeah, you, I guess I guess it's a two way street. So. They would have to conquer the whole webway, which has outlets, like other portals, all through, throughout the galaxy. Right? Uh, okay. It should also be noted that Emps' plan <laughs> wasn't just to adopt the webway. It was conquer it. Uh, Nor just conquer it. It was to make new parts of the webway. Oh shit, so he wanted to cyclically chisel out his own pieces. Yes, and while, yes, he's the fuck-cocking emperor of man-goddamn kind, and his psychic chisel nipples are adamantine in quality, Unopinia. Uh, he is still but one Algonquin super shaman. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was about to say, it might seem like even his, in his own arrogance in a different timeline, he probably did build a giant Stargate. And then he was just like, well, don't want Eldar coming in. You better fucking kill him. Well, so if that's... We, here, here's one thing about Stargate technology. If we consider Stargate to be <coughs> canon in this reality of 40K, <laughs> yeah. which honestly Stargate isn't that stupid. Stargate was a documentary. <laughs> uh... <laughs> And in Stargate, in the movies, they talk about how the shifting of the planets due to orbits means they have, like, just general galactic and universal expansion and drift. Yeah. They had to, like, calculate for shifts. Mm, okay. So at this point in history, or in time, they would be useless, theoretically. Okay. Like, you wouldn't be able to compute the, the shit well enough. Because mm -hmm. technology isn't that advanced for humanity yet? Or, well... They would have lost the cal the original coordinates. Oh, Jesus. Probably. Why, did, why does everyone lose everything important in Warhammer? <laughs> it's a long time. Whoopsie, so, I lost I lost this piece of paper that told us how to travel the, the chaos planes. Whoopsie. So, here's the Emperor, right? And he has this, this golden throne, which is like a psychic harmonizing thing. How it's audacious is it? It's ridiculous. Oh my god. Yeah. So, he's constructed it, mm -hmm. and... He's working on finishing it. And at the same time, Horus is falling to chaos. Oh, dear. And your psychorist son, Magnus, yeah. finds out. Like, he has a vision. He's like, oh, shit. I need to tell Dad. My spidey sense is tingling. <laughs> My third eye is tingling. <laughs> My third eye itches. <laughs> so it's like, okay, shit. I gotta tell Dad. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> rather than doing the standard thing, which is like leapfrog a message through astropaths, he goes himself. He decides to astrally project himself into the Golden Throne. He makes a direct call. Oh, okay. Now uh, I want to. I want to go. Fucked. Yeah, I want to go back to our previous metaphor. So Emps here made the Golden Throne and has already started chiseling out. He is blowing up these fucking inflatable deep sea tunnels himself. And he's succeeding. The thing is, these inflatable deep-sea tunnels are magic psychic tunnels that he had to make himself and put wards on so that demons don't just start stabbing them and climbing in in order to suddenly show up on Terra and start actually fucking everything in sight. Mm -hmm. So then, Magnus puts in a direct phone call 
to the middle of the Emperor's head, which is currently in halfway in the webway. There is a big psychic wall in the way, and because the Primarch of the 1000 Sons, Magnus the <laughs> fucker, is so good at psychic, he manages to punch his fucking giant titty horns right the hell through. <laughs> I assume that's with not his good. astral form. Oh, it's terrible. It's a very bad deal. <laughs> I imagine. Imagine if you will, the emperor hard at work. He's got his overalls on over his armor, of course. <laughs> his his denim overalls. As you do. Uh, his giant shoulder pads in the way, and then he just finished building this giant psychic brick wall. He finished laying down all the concrete in between the bricks, and he's wiping the sweat off his brow. And then Magnus's his fist comes through and breaks <laughs> it. Cool and he's man. Like, Fuck. <laughs> he is big and red. Yes. <laughs> he is the red. Um, By God, okay, uh, wait, does that mean that his titty horns dispense Kool-Aid? Yes. Perfect. Psychic Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. The ancient lost beverage of old Terra. I found the STC for an ancient beverage. It was made with sugar cane and something called Red Forty. I do not know where to find the 40th Red, however. Uh, I am the first Red, Magnus. Well, it'll right. work. It'll do. So, so in reality, he basically poked a hole through, like, the the big hole. The, the way I see it is, imagine... Like, let's go back to my water metaphor yeah. a little bit. So, he poked, consider the webway as the oil. It's like you're going across it. Yeah. He poked through it. Oh. It, is that fair, Fuzzy? That's, uh, that, that's where I'm at. I, th I think... Because, because demons did to... follow him through. Yeah, <laughs> demon. The point is, well, he, I, I was going to quiz Brayden to oh. make sure he, oh. he, he remembered. Like, quiz you know, me. Hey, Brayden, yeah. what's in the warp? Is it demons? It's demons. Excellent. <laughs> A bonus question for bonus points. What else is in the warp? Uh, chaos. Uh, uh, it, it, the answer I'm looking for is jellyfish. Oh. I remind you, jellyfish. Oh, yeah. Oh, I God. forgot. I also forgot, uh, but then I, I re-listened, and uh, jellyfish. Jellyfish. <laughs> the answer so, is jellyfish, everyone. God. I remind so you, this happens. there are psychic jellyfish in the immaterium of the warp. Just, I really want to hammer that point home. <laughs> there are psychic enslaving jellyfish. Just everyone, please remember that. Uh, it will be on the final. Uh, it is actually the final. Uh, good night. <laughs> Bye, Fuzzy. So, the, uh, Magnus does this yeah. to warn the Emperor, like, hey, Horus <laughs> is going to betray you. And the Emperor does two things. Slap the shit out of Magnus. <laughs> Hold on. One, nah, he does a series of things. <laughs> One, you broke all my shit. <laughs> two, Horus would never fall. Three, how are you talking to me right now? Oh, wait. That way I told you to stop using. <laughs> so, yeah. Big Papa E is pissed. <laughs> like, Understandably. Pissed. At and this... he orders... Uh, well, at this point, a, a few things happen. Uh, in, in order, Well, kind of in order of what he does. Uh, step one. Um, 
Hey guys who stand around me all the time, and my quote-unquote wives, the Sisters of Silence. Uh, we're gonna do some murdering now. Y'all ready for some murdering? Y'all ready for murder. The custodies were like, yeah, I'm ready for murder. I'm always ready for murder. Mm. I'm, I'm a murdering man. Let's, <laughs> let's get some murder. I'm a murder murder man. I'm young and I'm in my prime. Yeah. Uh, and then the Sisters of Silence, uh, their response was... Get it because they took a vow of silence. <laughs> I get it. That's why I laugh. <laughs> I'm real fucking proud of that joke. I have, I have to remember not edit out that silence. It was, was real funny. I was expecting it, and that's why I was like, oh, he's not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, so yeah, a, a bunch of them jump in, but, you know, kind of as he's uh, going in, um, uh, he, uh, goes a, well, he, he, he makes a little call, and it's like, uh, hey, um, uh, Lehman, can you, uh, do me a favor? <laughs> can you, uh, go to Prospero and take a look around, make sure they're not doing any psychic shit? Because I think they might be doing psychic shit. The specific thing, or the specifics of the order are Sanction Magnus. Oh. That's the so specifics of the Emperor's order. Literally arrest Sanction him. Magnus. Sanction him and bring him back to me. Oh. And then Lehman Russ is like, hang on, my driver has to get a little more drunk. <laughs> Basically. Uh, now. Damn, so just the God Emperor of Mankind was like, alright, fuck off, Magnus. Well, you have How to remember... How dare you tell me my favorite son fell to chaos? Well, okay. I think... So, real quick, I want to mention just kind of uh, timeline-wise. Uh-huh. So, uh, the, the burning of Prospero occurs in 005 M31. Okay. So, approximately the fifth year of the 31st millennium. Yeah. Or the uh, 32nd millennium. Uh, that is how that works, right? Yes, that is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and 965 M30 and 969 M30 are the two instances where we know the Space Wolves did something. And the rest of the data is redacted. Now, oh, you so and I know that's when they went in and fucked the other two Primarchs that are now no longer talked about because they got fuckled into nothingness. So it's it's speculated that Lehman Russ fucking just murdered the two of them. As I said before, That's I think he's job. the emperor. He's the emperor's sheriff. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that earlier. So yeah, that would make sense. So because he literally just calls out Lehman to go arrest Magnus. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you are right on that aspect. But. I so I really have to wonder, like, if, uh... I I'm, I'm just, like, kind of curious what the Legion was like for those two times. Because, like, even this... Like, even this fight, I always got kind of the impression that the Space Wolves were kind of somber, comparatively, about this. Having having read the, the books from both sides, because there's... There's the burning of Prospero from the Thousand Sun side and from the Space Wolf side, which I thought was really cool to be able to read. Uh-huh. Uh, 
the Space Wolves, they didn't want to kill the Thousand Sons. Right. Right? But it it's their duty. Right. And it's kind of like, it's it's really strange because they didn't want to, but they still had to get hype to do it. Yeah, that probably sucks. Where they're like, yeah, we gotta, we're gonna kill our brothers. Like, they may not like them. They may think that they're nerds and pants them all the time, but they're still brothers. Yeah, they're still humans at the end of the day. There's one thing with killing orcs and chaos demons all day, but right. killing your fellow man gotta hurt. See, it's important to note here that when Lehman left to go do this, he was not going to kill anyone. Oh. His whole thing was just get Magnus and bring him to Terra. Horus stepped in, as Horus had already fallen at this point, and said, Hey, Lehman. Hey, Lehman. Bringing Magnus back? It's a waste of your time. Just burn the planet to the ground. I'm the War Master. You can trust me. Oh, shit. And then Lehman didn't know, so he was just like, okay. Yeah, he had no idea. Oh, shit. I bet you that's... Uh, I bet if he's not dead at 40 in the 40k universe, I bet it still eats at him to this day. Yeah, well, now they... The wolves and the suns hate each other so much it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. But at this, a little bit before... Around then, uh, Magnus was like, shit... I fucked up. Hold on. Let me wrap my planet in, like, a psychic bubble. Mm. So we don't, like, send any messages or get any messages or anything like that. Really foolish, because if he had dropped it, he could have communicated with Russ. Yeah. And, uh, the wolves arrive, and they bombard the planet Mm. from orbit. Uh, they raise almost the entire planet, except for one city. Uh, they go down and take it, uh, by force. It's brutal. Uh, the, the fighting, as described in the book, is un- incredible, because it's a bunch of magic going off, and giant robots, and all of this incredible fighting. And, like, the wolves are killing everyone. Like, they're, they're burning the city to the ground. Oh. And... If there's one thing we know about the Thousand Sons is they cherish knowledge, A, and the people, B, and Prospero is, like, a whole planet that's the Library of Alexandria. Yeah. It's it's the Burning of Alexandria. Again. Uh, uh, the other thing that should be noted about this fight is when the Emperor grabbed Lehman to tell him to go do this, he didn't just say, go do this, he said... Bring Magnus back. Here are my personal guards. Yeah. And he sent about a legion of custodies and silent sisters each. Well, not a legion, but like, well, a legion for custodies is like 150 of them. Yeah. And it's important for there to be that many. uh, It's about several custodies and sisters of battle. They were sent because the Sisters of Battle specifically, the they could fight psychers. Yeah. yeah. Not the Sisters of Battle, those yeah. are different. My apologies. Fucking get good, nerd. Uh, <laughs> so, this culminates with, like, a standoff between, like, a psychic shield created by the Thousand Suns and the wolves. And it's important to note, Magnus said, at the beginning of this, we just need to accept our death and just do it. Yeah. But... His first captain, I'm going to fuck this up, Azek Araman, Mm -hmm. said, 
fuck no. We're going to fight. And they did. Against Magnus's wishes. And it comes down to this standoff with Magnus nowhere in sight. And Russ just, I'm going to kill all of you until I get Magnus. Uh, Magnus shows up then because his sons are dying. Yeah. And he has a fist fight with Russ <laughs> that he is losing. Fuck it, it's stupid as hell. I'm it's, imagining it's them in like a fight club ring. It's referred to as the uh, Battle of Kings. Yeah, well, like, why would you fist fight Lehman Russ when you're a magician? He Is it like an honor Ma- thing? Yeah, um, and Magnus talks about, he's quoted, uh, imagine that, the master of the wolves, his ferocity twisted into grief, and yet you still carried out your duty. He uh, goes on a little more, you took no pleasure in what you did, I knew that then and I know it now, but all things change, my brother. So, as as we talked about, Russ didn't want to kill Magnus. Yeah. He was just doing as he was told. Yeah, he just wanted to bring him in. And while they're fighting, Magnus is like, oh, I'm going to lose. Uh, it's also said that Magnus generates a lightning cage around them so no one can get, like, up in the mix. Oh my god. I mean, it's not like fucking anyone could try. Yeah, anyone this who is... would would be, would be obliterated. Yeah, um... <laughs> Their fight is, even just in wiki entries, described as, holy fuck. Like, anyone, any any battle brother who saw that shit was like... It's like, hails yes. Yeah, was like, it, oh my god. I mean, it's kind of, or it seems like, based on what I'm gathering at least, everyone stopped fighting. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's uh, what I assumed, is like, the whole... Mm. I, wa- mm. I imagine the whole place as completely silent as everyone stands and watches two demigods battle it out. Not quite. Not or at least quite. that's oh, how I would ri- write it, because, you know. They were, yeah, but they were protecting specifically a pyramid. Yeah. Like, a, like the last pyramid. Mm-hmm. And the custodies and space wolves were trying to get around and enter the pyramid. Mm. Uh... It, there was like a moat that uh, he Magnus had to distract himself to stop the custodies from inter like going into the pyramid. Uh, and Magnus is about like Magnus loses his last eye or no, he loses. Yeah, he loses his eye. So he only has the one now, I think. Oh, the third one. Yeah. Oh. And or did he always only have one? I always forget. I thought you said he was. He something happened to him where he lost one and he had the two, he had the third and the head in his right eye. Yeah, basically. But the third one doesn't actually see and, It's his uh, psychic projection shit? Yeah, something like that. But then uh so he's only got one functioning working actual eye. Yeah. And, yeah. And so And then uh guess God. guess this what This is actually a a little hard to to talk about now because Magnus has one eye, he has a shattered arm, and Russ banes him. Aka lifts him up and breaks his back across well, his knee. More, yeah, he more than that, he uses a wrist blade to take out the other eye as they were fist fighting. Um, so he Magnus is blind. Yeah, he then punches him down grabs him lifts him up by the chest horn and waist and 
breaks his spine oh. square on his knee. And, and then it's a, just throws him on the fucking ground. And is about to cut his head off. Jesus. Just before Layman manages to cut Magnus's head off, Magnus manages to turn towards uh, Ariman, uh, Ariman, whatever. The guy who was leading the fight and also second in command of the Thousand Sons. Yeah. Ariman was reading out of the Book of Magnus to try and cast a spell, and Magnus completed it using Ariman. And right before doing this, uh, speaks. This is my last gift to you. Just oh. before Magnus loses his head, he whispers and finishes the rest of the spell, and then dissolves into nothing. Just gone. Oh wow. Suddenly, yeah. Araman and every other thousand sons still left alive is, gone. is no, empowered. Oh. The likes of which has never been seen before. It's like, and they. It's literally like every single one of them suddenly got Magnus level psychic. Oh, like that. But the point was not that they all use that instantly. It's that Magnus used his last act to essentially power battery everyone Else. in order to do the last thing and save the last part of the library. Yeah. Which, all of it, together, the 1,242,000 sons. Oh, that's it. Mm. Right? That that boggles my mind, because there were probably over 100,000. Yeah, uh, and there are only lost, a thousand well, left. They literally lost nine-tenths of their fighting force in yeah. the burning of Prospero. Uh, Dang. They all get teleported to a chaos planet, or a demon planet called the Planet of the Sorcerers. Which is in the Eye of Terror, you know, the permanent asshole in reality so that got ripped all open the, when Slanesh started being. All the thousand sons who died? No, all of the live ones. Oh, okay. They got teleported and after they got empowered by Magnus? Or, like, how does it... Yes. Okay, so they literally like, got empowered, and then they're like, what? And then they're on the Planet of Sorcerers. Basically, Magnus is about to die. Yeah. And he makes a deal with Zinch. Yeah. And says, I'll serve you, just save me and my sons, and the last of this library. Oh. And Zinch says, deal. Oh. And in uh, and a little moment of justice planned, 1,242. One, two, four, two. That 1 plus 2 plus 4 plus 2 is 9. The holy number of Zinch. Shit. Just as planned. <laughs> and they're the thousand sons because there's only a thousand of them. Or around a thousand. There will be by the time the shit goes down. Oh, shit. But that's later. Okay. But, so, not only did Zinch... So, Magnus had been accidentally consorting with Sinch this entire time by delving into sorcery this deeply. After all, that's Sinch's entire shtick. Mm -hmm. But Sinch had been subtly moving every player in this fucking game. And when Horus fell, who the fuck do you think sent Magnus a vision? Sinch. Yeah. It's all Zinch. Yeah, because isn't his whole thingy is that he's he has a plan. Like everything is his plan. Everything yeah. that happens is part of his plan, and everything he this does. Was all part of his plan. Yeah, when yeah. he shows up to something, it's to further his plan. Even when he doesn't show up, something is furthering his plan. Yeah, 
nobody knows his end goal, but everything he everything that happens in the universe is part of it. Yeah, basically. So people, yeah, it's it's crazy. So basically, Sneech is like he got a Sneech got a two for one deal. Yeah, yeah, because Meanwhile. he got because Horus has fallen. The other two have fallen, and now one of the most the most powerful psyker in the universe has fallen. Basically. Meanwhile, uh, in the warp, so in the physical realm, our boy dissolved into nothing. Yeah. That doesn't mean shit in the immaterium. In the immaterium, Magnus wakes up and Siege oh. says, Well, how's it we going? Made a deal. So it's time for you to take your true form now. Oh. And Magnus becomes the first of the demon Primarchs. Ooh, that's a cool name. He is... Yeah, they're all so cool. Yes. Magnus the Red uh, becomes first a demon prince, and then a lord of change on top of that. One of Sinch's most powerful demons, if not the most powerful basically magnus gets mega promoted and is for all intents and purposes second in command of Sinch's shit uh yeah and also looks fucking dope as not only does he get giant wings and turn you know now 50 feet tall because who buddy um he not only has uh horn nipples he has real horns now yeah, he's got yep. horns all up and down. And they're fucking he's ridiculous. Got horns, wings, all kinds of cool His shit. hair is amazing. So yeah, Magnus uh there is now and has consistently been since this moment a long-lived hatred between the two because it's one of those things where it started because of a mistake, but then retaliation after retaliation <sighs> built it up. Yeah. Which it's rough, and, you know, it's heartbreaking in a lot of ways, because it could have all been avoided. Yeah, like, none of this Neither had of to them happen. wanted to do it. Yeah. So, I have a question. So, <laughs> Did the yes. Thousand Sons always have a very Egyptian aesthetic, or... Yes. Yes. Because, man, they, I'm... They a, always had pyramids, I'm gonna post a picture in the, in the chat, and I just... Yes, I love, that is yes. just what they I love like. that helmet so much. <laughs> Uh, for those He's of referencing <laughs> the really dope th- uh, what a rubric marine helmet. It's so good. It's so it's, dope. Uh, it's it, just Google rubric marine, you guys. It's uh, <laughs> it's very excessively Egyptian headdress. Yeah, like Wee Lad. It's up there. He's a um, whole head taller the... with it on. He's a head and a half <laughs> taller with it on. You can't. You yeah, can spot a thousand sun soldier from a mile away with that shit on. <laughs> I mean that, and the fact that they have a lot of gold on there. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Yeah, some they used to be red. Shiny this, boys. They this blue. picture is really cool, though. He's got spikes and shit. The other one just looks fucking stupid. This one looks rad. This is uh, another rubric marine. For reference, a more chaos. For reference, I just put in the google images 40k thousand suns art and the first picture that shows up is uh pretty good so uh now we're going to talk about hmm, should we do battle of calf or istvan istvan threes oh so i have a question what is i it might lead up into the battles but what does lehman rust do after this uh He's kind of stuck. 
Yeah, because he can't leave, right? He Well, he knows... Like, I think he gets a message from someone like, Hey, Horus is falling. Oh. I think he gets it from a Rogal Dorn and his magic pain glove. Mm-hmm. But uh, a bunch of warp storms happen around Prospero, and he can't leave. Like, he's stuck there for a long time. Oh. Yeah. Fucking sucks. Yeah, so he's like, well... Shit, this ain't good. I better go tell Deo. And then he just has to sit yeah. there reflecting on his actions. He he gets back, I think, for the last part of the battle at Terra. Okay. Yeah. I think. Also, uh, Kalth and Istvan 3 happen almost at the same time. Uh, the dates I'm looking at, Istvan 3 happens at 005, and Kalth happens at 007. So we'll do three first, okay. and see when we get to So what's this battle? So the, ba- so the Battle of Istvan Three is, long story short, the purging of the Loyalists from the Traitor Legions. So the, the Sons of Horus, the Death Guard, the Emperor's Children, and the World Eaters, which are the, the Head Legion and then three of the Cultist Legions. Uh-huh. Right, so these are the, the core four. Uh, Thousand Sons make the core five. Okay. They say, okay, we're going to do this, but... We need to purge all the loyalists. So they, the Istvan system came out of compliance, which means start to rebel. Oh, and okay, well we're going to attack. We're going to bring it back under compliance with all of our armies. Mm-hmm. As a, as a, Horus spun it as a show of force. Okay, so he brings all these legions together and says, "All right, we are going to." They pick, handpick every squad that goes in the first wave, like every single one. Which is weird. Hmm. For, uh, like usually, you commit a whole company, not specific squadrons. Yeah. So, squad, squad, squad gets picked, and they get sent down, and they're like fighting really, really hard. And let's see, there was a ship called the Eisenstein. Yes, that is how you say that, the Eisenstein, mm-hmm. where there was a Death Guard and a Son of Horus there, and the First Imperial Saint were all on the ship. Uh, at some point, I'll talk more about her, because she's really cool. The, so she's the first Imperial Saint? I was about to say, there. I didn't know that there were Saints in, in 40k. Uh, yeah, there are several. Huh. And uh, this... I guess like, that makes sense. It's kind of like the it's kind of like the Catholic faith. There's a lot of Saints. Oh. And uh, this one, Euphrati Keeler, uh, specifically what happens is the Eisenstein goes through the warp to bring... To tell Terra, hey, this is yeah. happening. And their Geller field, which is what keeps the warp out when you're traveling through it, like keeps all the yeah. demons out, it flickers and some demons Ooh. get in. And she, this normal human woman, banishes a plague marine by herself Ooh. just through the power of her faith. So cool. That's pretty cool. That's interesting also- that just normal ass people can be sanctified and then have magic voodoo powers. Well, so this is what kind of starts, I believe, not like her in particular, but I think this is what kind of tumbles into the Sisters of Battle eventually, right? Probably, because she she had had an encounter with a demon, like a legit Uh. demon, then started reading the Lysitico Divinatus, the the Bible, and found faith that way, and then that brought forth the Imperial Cult, which brings forth the... Sisters of Battle. Mm-hmm. So she's so that she so she could be put as like one of the progenitors of the Imperial cult, and the reason, yep, like basically going against the God Emperor of Mankind, along with Lorgar for like 
you're our god. And he's like, no. And it's kind of like, you can't really dispute that she had a miracle. Yeah, like her faith was proven and she banished a, a, a chaos space marine. Like, yeah. you can't. <laughs> yeah. Like you it's said. It's hard to argue with that. Yeah, it's hard to argue that, like, there's no god or there's no, like, divine being when that shit happened. Right. So, uh, remember the Remembrancers? No. They were the artisans that traveled with the Crusade. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, weren't they just a bunch of painters? Uh, No, they were the war photographers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Uh, I remember. Horus Horus massacres. Oh! (laughs) Why? Every Remembrancer and every civilian. Why, did they take a bad picture? massacres them. Uh, Blood sacrifice to chaos, probably. Never mind. Then we have, uh, well, I think this is at that point, right? This is when he drops the, drops it, drops the uh, beat. What is it? It uh, is called a virus bomb. That doesn't sound good. The great battleships and battle barges of the combined fleet, Vengeful Spirit, Firebird, Andronius, Killing Star, Indomitable Will, Gauntlet of Spite, War Child, and Conqueror, descend into low orbit and begin saturation bombardment of the planet. The orbital bomb racks bloomed and tiered decks of macro-cannon batteries unleashed torrent after torrent of shells downward onto Istvan 3's lower atmosphere. The munitions were Life Eater Virus, the most terrible Exterminatus-class weapon in the Imperial Arsenal. They could only be used by two people, the War Master, and the emperor. It's and the oh man, literally most. It sweeps over the city and kills every single cell. Well, like all of them. It it's re- horrific. It reduces any and all organic matter into a gray sludge. Oh, and gas. That's so the everything on the planet that was made that was made out of an organic atom is broken down into a gray ooze and carbon and oxygen-based gases. And when that happens, they then, after the virus bombing, uh, they, like, synced up, or no, they sealed their suits, right? Uh... No, no, I'm I'm telling you, they sealed their suits. You said right, that's a question word, dickweed. I'm asking... I'm asking for you to affirm what I said. Okay, I affirm. I hear you. Yes, thank you. They sealed their suits. <laughs> so they seal their suits, and a couple of dumbasses walk out of their cover and are like, "Holy shit! Look at all this <laughs> flammable gas!" And then, as is protocol, they shoot the planet with a laser and ignite the fireball. So, so the whole planet just becomes a burning match more or less in space mm. fucking brutal uh there were about a hundred thousand space marines down there about four thousand lived damn what do you say to the guys who live uh they fought the last man oh so they because... they went down and they killed the rest of them yes oh four thousand survived the bombing uh I think it might have just only been a couple hundred survived the bombing. They proceeded to go down there and kill them. And the Loyalists last is 2000 Space Marines lasted for three months 
with no supplies against four legions. Shit. Literally entirely out of... Well, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. It's spite and hate uh, <laughs> that this had happened. Which That's you the think only thing would... that kept them going. Yeah, um, we've got... And it's interesting, too, because these were loyalists... The few remaining loyalists there were of all different legions. Um, from what I can tell, there were some Emperor's Children, World Eaters, a uh, couple of... Uh, not Space Wolves, uh, Luna Wolves. Uh, yeah. All they, basically... They betrayed by a... Emperor's children. Yeah. Literally, at a certain point, they just fucking <coughs> all have to fight next to each other, which, uh, interesting mental image having these few surviving fucking guys meet up and be like, are you gonna kill me? Are you, do you believe in loyalty to the Emperor? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I, We're we cool, work together. They basically had a moment where, okay, they're not trying to kill me, and they're they're trying to kill me, and they're trying to kill you, so we shouldn't try to kill each other. Yeah, yeah. Damn, it's fucking so brutal. Yeah, Horse just goes all out on these guys. Yeah, uh, his quote is, uh, "Let the galaxy burn." That's what he says when he launches the bombardment. Yep, dope. Uh, the apparently there is a quote from an anonymous loyalist at the Istvan Three atrocity. Uh, this act of heresy shatters all ties of kinship. Those I was proud to call brother, I now fight to bloody death. No quarter will be asked and none sought. These are the vilest foes we must fight. There shall be no peace, no rest, no succor until the face of Horus stares down from traitor's gibbet and all his heretic followers are vanquished. Which you gotta give it to the fucking space marines. They know how to say some words. They do. They got good words. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn. Uh, do we have time for Kalth is the real question now. I mean, well, technically speaking, that's the official beginning of the Horus Heresy. Eh, depends how you call it. It really does depend. Do you call... Istvan 5 or Istvan 3 the beginning? I call Istvan 3 the beginning. I call 5. That's fair. Oh no, descent in the ranks. <laughs> yeah, well, now Ah, uh, just... yes, the Grimdork Heresy. Now you must fight Lehman Russ Magnus style. <laughs> wait, wait, which one of us is Lehman and which one of us is... Ma yeah, I'm Lehman. Choose! <laughs> <laughs> we both know damn well uh, which one of us is angrier. <laughs> Fuzzy's the angry one, I'm the smart one. <laughs> hey. You're right. Hey. <laughs> and I'm the instigator. Uh, I drink and I punch. Does that make me Horus for being the instigator? <laughs> yes. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Chaos. <laughs> Chaos. Uh, the the important thing to note is, uh, I guess we'll do Kalth next episode. All right. Uh, I mean, Kalth isn't Kalth just the hey, stop believing in me, smite. Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I assume there's much more. Is Teaser for Kalth. Uh, Kalth is Horus said, hey, word bearers and ultramarines. Together, go muster at Kalth, which is in Ultramar. Mm -hmm. Muster there. Go fight this orc crusade. And Lorgar uses that as an opportunity to kick in the dick of the ultramarines. Oh. 
da 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 Teaser, he drops two battleships on Kalf. I thought you were gonna say he drops two battle brothers from the ultramarine and that's it. No, he drops two battleships. How much do you on gotta hate the ultramarines to drop your ships off? So much. And they're still they're still loyalists, aren't they? The ultramarines are, yeah. Oh, so what happened the to the Lord Bears? Bears? Uh, Lorgar found oh, yeah. uh, the four Jesuses. Wait, huh? Oh yeah. They y'all yeah, did uh, y'all did say Logar Logar fell yeah 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 we did. To, uh, Sorry, I completely forgot. To... So after three, uh, the Eisenstein makes contact with uh, Earth Panglove himself. Oh no, Rogaldorn. And this is a Death Guard <laughs> ship. Why is it all the way out here? Oh my god, you need to talk faster and organize some shit right Rogel now. And his fuck. Magic fuck. Pain fuck. Hurry up. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. Please, hurry up. I don't have time for every word to take 30 no seconds. Man. God damn it. I have so much ASMR right now, but you need to hurry the fuck up. <laughs> this is why I turn to chaos. <laughs> At uh, least Neech talks fast. So uh, it seems talk so fast your brain explodes. <laughs> so Dorn sets up uh, an eight legion fleet to go deal with it. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not great. <laughs> it doesn't turn out well. Well, uh, let's let's kind of click over to this page. I real also quick. seem to oh, recall legions are involved. Uh, just like to go way back for a minute, like. Dorn calls this way earlier. Oh, he was totally like, oh, I know who's gonna fall to chaos. Almost the minute Horus got promoted to Warmaster, when Dorn gets called, I remember this, Dorn gets called back to Terra to start building the Imperial Palace soon after that. But yep. before he leaves, he dead-ass just goes, Horus, I'm gonna leave these guys with you. That's it. There's no argument from you. I'm leaving this guy here to watch you. Bye. Oh. Shit. And I assume that guy gets murdered? I forget what happens to that guy. It's either a mixture of murder so. or, like, just gives up at a certain point. Because I seem to recall <laughs> that... Well, I seem to recall that guy trying to be like, Hey, Horace, that seems like a real heretical idea. Have you thought about not doing it that way? He probably got melted with mind bullets. Uh, probably. A lot of mind bullets. So, here's... to For Istvan 5, here are the, the legions that get sent. Tell me, with your powers of foresight, if this is gonna end badly. Okay. The Iron Hands, okay. the Salamanders... The Raven Guard, and also the Iron Warriors, the Night Lords, the Word Bearers, and the Alpha Legion. Oh, it it seems like it's not gonna go well. Good job, buddy. Proud of you. It just seems like Figure a clusterfuck. Uh, it ends very badly. Exceedingly badly. Yeah. 
There's a reason it's called the Drop Site Massacre. Yeah, because almost everyone shows up and everyone gets murdered. That's what it <sighs> appears to be, is that everyone gets their ass handed to them. Or at the very least, chaos wins and shit goes bad. Yeah. Well, like, uh, fucking... So who's the... chaos? I know word bears are chaos. Iron warriors, nut lords, word bearers, and alpha oh. legion. So there's grand total, uh, one, two, there's eight traitor legions and three loyalists. Shit. At that one battle. Shit. Um. It's. Shit gets I have a question. Is the alpha legion just playing like the chaos? Who the fuck knows? Do you know? Oh, I God. don't fucking know. What if, John I would know. have to. What if they Seems showed doesn't up? even fucking know. What if they showed up with okay. like pieces of paper okay. taped to them that just had the chaos symbol do, on it? Do you, do you <laughs> want the? I guess we have some time for me to kind of tease at what the Alpha Legion's actual motivations are. Uh-huh. Oh Jesus! <sighs> They're my favorite, so I want to know. So the Alpha Legion, specifically Alpharius came into communication with a group of Xenos called the Cabal. Yeah. The Cabal had foreseen the Horus Heresy. Yeah. And they knew we, what we was going to happen. We said this last episode. Yeah, was that um, yeah. the Cabal wanted Horus to win. Because if not, the Empire would stagnate. Right, right. Now, the other idea here is that the Alpha Legion was going to betray. Because at in current time the alpha legion is like one of the few chaos legions that does not use demons like at all i wonder why their battle cry is still for the emperor but with that your mileage may vary (laughs) being on the chaos side for the emperor wait a minute (laughs) ah yes Mockery. Like I said, imagine Colin mockery. Imagine Alpharius and and the <laughs> Alpha Legion showing up with pieces of paper on their armor that just have the chaos symbol crudely drawn on them, <laughs> walking up to Horus and being like, "Hey, what's up, chaos friend? How's Hello, it going? fellow chaos. For 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 the emperor. I Wait guess. Wait a minute. Wait a minute." <laughs> I just imagining years later fucking Abaddon getting another Black Crusade together and being like, alright, and uh, so we got Word Bearers, we got Thousand Sons, we got uh, Sons of Horus, uh, Alpha, Alpha Legion? <laughs> Alpha Legion, you guys are here? For the Emperor. <laughs> Why do you guys Book. still say that? It's irony. It's mockery. <laughs> Alpharius and or Omega on both shrug. Fuck you guys. Alright, uh... <laughs> demons, demonettes... De- <laughs> he looks He looks down at his clipboard and looks back up and Alpha Legion's gone. Motherfucker, I... They need to stay in one place so I can count them. God fucking damn it. Ugh. Ah, crosses out. <laughs> Abaddon has a rough life, frankly. <laughs> he gets a lot of hate, which he deserves, but... Also, because he's kind of fucking. Is useless. he the chaos bookkeeper or something? And he's, he's Failbadon. We'll actually... get to him, but just know that his meme Fail name is Failbadon. <laughs> Failbadon uh... the Armless. <laughs> his in uh when oh, fuck it's gonna take me another try. Uh, at this battle, 
right? It is Van 3. Uh-huh. There's this uh, Luna Wolf named Garviel Loken, right? And he fights Abaddon one on one. And Abaddon is wearing Terminator armor. Or maybe it's another time, but regardless, Abaddon's wearing Terminator uh-huh. armor. Terminator armor makes you really fucking slow. Yeah. And Garviel's like fighting him, and it's like, holy shit. This dude is faster in Terminator armor than most people are in regular power armor. Huh. I'm screwed. Yeah. Garviel goes on to survive and become like one of the founding members <laughs> of something. Uh, he actually survives the Istvan 3 atrocity. Oh, shit. One of the few. One of the two. Oh. Jesus. Well, you gotta be pretty badass if you manage to survive yeah. whole, all of that. Someone finds him and he has forgotten his name and has gone batshit crazy. Uh, I, I expect it. They just find him in a piece of rubble. Like, there's that, um... More or less. There's the U.S. soldier who won the Medal of Honor, uh, and they thought he was dead. So they were wrapping him up in a body bag, and before they closed it on... Before they zipped him up all the way, he spit in the medic's face. And I imagine that's what he did. Sounds about right. Uh, I, I, I personally imagine this gentleman going, uh... You know, just walking around Istvan, uh, shirtless and screaming at random things, and someone kind of shows up and goes, uh, "Buddy, uh, how are you alive?" Uh, fuckery! Uh, have you <laughs> ha- have you fallen to chaos? And then he just slaps that guy, grabs him, and says, "If you ever fucking say the word chaos to me ever again, when it's not pointing at a chaos heretic that I can personally dick punch so fucking hard that his head explodes out his goddamn ass, I don't want you to say that word to me anymore." And then he slaps him again, and then goes back to dancing through a field of goo. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Uh, little do we know, the life eater virus turns you to Tang. So, oh no, this is Evangelion. <laughs> Maybe that's going through Garbiel's head the entire time. Probably just the bike horn remix. No, it's kind of weird. Yeah, hmm? I can kind of see Eldar Titans as e- as Ava's. I mean, buddy. Imagine. Kinda. Imagine. I, I was thinking, Am I wrong? Imagine, I was thinking Wraith Guards. Yeah. Imagine. Where's my? I imagine if uh, Evangelion if can... was uh, just Eldar version, you two would hate it because of your hatred of Eldar. Okay. Imagine Evangelion, but also 40k. Now imagine anime, but blue and with vagina foreheads. <laughs> Ah, Tao. <laughs> oh, I always call them keyhole faces because they had keyholes in their faces. So, for all of us here at Grimdoors, <laughs> Fuzzy, tell me about your project. Uh, I, do, I do a Gundam. It, it's called Mobile Suit Fandom. Uh, at Mobile Suit Pod. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I do a podcast about cryptids with the arch enemy of the show, Jess. Uh, it's really fun. We talked about the Jersey Devil today. I do nothing I but go to Redbubble and buy our shirts. 
Yes. Go, go to bit.ly forward slash grimdorks like it says in the outro and go buy our shirts. I don't think we get any money for those shirts. We don't. The wonderful person. Nemesis. Who nemesis of the show Palomi SP yeah. does gets the profit off of because that because she made our wonderful logo and our logo's dope and I have a hoodie coming because I'm wearing this shirt, shirt right now. Coming. I'm blessed day. So blessed happy. Day. Blessed day. Uh, so yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, yes, thank you. Our first episode dropped, and I was oddly humbled by all 29 downloads <laughs> it, hopefully it'll only grow from here I am titillated fingers crossed, fingers crossed. titillated horn titillated yes. Get it? Because bye <laughs> bye bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to Grimdorks please remember to subscribe rate and review on iTunes like the show want to show your dorky pride go to bit.ly forward slash grimdorks to pick up a variety of merch our theme song is john hammer by matt lee you can find him on twitter at nice wizard music our background music is go home and be a family man by norn rad from oc remix and remember Ave Imperator.